This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. Write us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or send us a message. Here's a recent one from Dorcas. Hi, household mold remover gel. Quickly and effortlessly tackle mold, bacteria, and fungus with gusto. Get it now. HomeGadget.work. All the best, Dorcas. Thanks for listening, Dorcas. Enjoy the show. It's Thursday, May 13. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. Disruptions at gas stations across the southeast as a critical pipeline remains shut down. Colonial Pipeline paid nearly $5 million in ransom to hackers who infiltrated their system. 60% of the gas stations here in the metro Atlanta area, they're without gas this morning. Those voices are discussing Colonial Pipeline, which is either an oil company struggling to recover from a ransomware attack or a toll-free number for loose tobacco supplies. As the East Coast struggles to refuel, many across the country find themselves asking the same question. How far can this thing go on E? On Friday, a group of hackers forced Colonial Pipeline to take its oil operations completely offline, preventing a large chunk of the country from enjoying their nightly binge of gas station TV. As the nation's largest fuel pipeline, Colonial's operations transport petroleum all the way from Houston, Texas, TripAdvisor's seventh worst city for barbecue in the United States, all the way to Newark, New Jersey, TripAdvisor's ninth best city for barbecue in the United States. The hack disrupted 45% of the East Coast's supply of diesel, gas, and jet fuel, as hackers sought a ransom payment in exchange for 100 gigabytes of stolen data or about the storage equivalent of Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest Goes to Camp, and Ernest Scared Stupid on Blu-ray. Darkside, the hacking collective that doubles as an Eastern European Pink Floyd cover band, owned up to the attack, casually taking credit as if they're the ones who ordered the anchovy pizza for the table. Since Wednesday, it's also claimed to have hacked an additional three companies and acquired passwords, financial information, and other highly personal data that's already been leaked onto the internet by your credit card. But almost immediately after last week's attack, the group posted a message of regret on their website, claiming that they hope to avoid social consequences in the future, because their goal is to make money, not create problems for society. So, I guess they're not hackers. They're a corporation. Motorists throughout the eastern seaboard formed lines to stock up on gasoline. The Carolinas might not be interested in queuing up for 6 milliliters worth of free surplus coronavirus vaccines, but they'll happily wait hours to be price gouged for a gallon of fuel. As up to 80% of gas stations in some areas go without regular, premium, or ultra, President Biden has urged the public, don't panic, in hopes of preventing the hoarding of supplies that can't even be used to effectively clean your ass. While the pipeline is in the process of becoming fully operational again, it's believed that it may take weeks for stations to get back to normal. So if you really need that 60-ounce Mountain Dew and Slim Jim, better head to 7-Eleven on foot. I've talked a lot about cyber attacks on this program, like the somewhat recent attempt to poison a Florida water treatment facility with a substance other than bath salts. But unlike a lot of other wide-scale operations, like the Sony Pictures hack that primarily affected a James Franco film, where it's hard to know who to root for, this is the first major example I can think of that's directly impacted the American general public at large. Now, it's not that public services haven't been targeted before. The governments of cities like Atlanta and Baltimore have been faced with the same kind of ransomware problem, as of hospitals, schools, 
and anywhere else where someone at work is gullible enough to click a link in an email from the DMV claiming that their car is under arrest. But this wasn't some invisible data breach or digital kidnapping at a software company. Shutting down a pipeline and causing a run on the gas bank has a tangible, real-world feel. And in this instance, the hackers claim that they didn't even mean for this to get so out of hand. Can you even imagine how much less gasoline would be stored in your trunk right now had your city gone through with that ban on plastic bags? I'm not trying to be alarmist here because, frankly, I don't see how we put this ransomware genie back into its external hard drive. But what's worrisome about this episode is that the prospect of having to go a few days without a trip to the Speedway immediately jumped to hoarding. Just like the first whiff of the virus last year meant it was time to scour every Costco in town for a metric ton of jasmine rice. I don't imagine planes are going to start falling out of the sky anytime soon like it's Y2K all over again, but it's not hard to picture people taking desperate measures should Comcast and Con Ed go down for a month, outside of their own volition. In 2014, long before he decided to sprinkle dill weed into the popcorn shaker of democracy, former FBI Director James Comey declared that there are two kinds of big companies in the USA, those who have been hacked by the Chinese and those who don't know they've been hacked by the Chinese. And even though this attack is believed to be linked to Russia, the principle is exactly the same. Unlike your parents, we know how to get into a computer. Not counting the shirt you bought in four installments using Afterpay, we're not really a nation of long-term planning. But if we don't start taking this kind of security seriously at the individual level, the level in which our most gullible cousin really believes it's time to renew their car's extended warranty, we're likely to wind up resembling a barrel of light-sweet crude, deep in the dark. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is Louisiana native C.J. Miller. C.J., thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Last week, O.J. shared a cherished childhood memory. Hey, Twitter world. It's me, yours truly. Well, I hope you had a good weekend as I had, boy. Also this weekend, a couple of Louisiana guys, uh, Sam Burns and, and David Toms, they won their prospective tournaments, uh, PGA and the senior tournament. You know, I was born and raised in San Francisco, but every summer I spent on my grandfather's farm right outside of Shreveport in Louisiana. Uh, so I always cheer for some of the Louisiana guys. When I was a kid, I followed LSU. They had a defense they used to call the Chinese Bandits. I thought that was so cool. I don't know why they call them that. Uh, but they won the national championship when I was around 10 years old. So in any event, hope you had a great weekend. I certainly did. I uh, hope you got your shots. Wear your mask if you can. Uh, and hey, take care. I'm just saying. <laughs> CJ, what do you think about what OJ had to say? Well, OJ, I got my shots and I did have a good weekend. I grew up here too, not on a farm. I probably had a little more air conditioning in the summertime. And um, I did a little research because I'd never heard of the Chinese bandits. They're now called the Tiger Bandits. A picture of them made it into Life magazine in 1959, and it will make you real sad to look at it. But favorite part of Louisiana is the alligators. Uh, they're like little puppies. And I'm really glad that we are a part of OJ's upbringing. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? He's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. CJ, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Greg. And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. OJ Simpson Twitter update produced by Christy Forsh. 
If you like the show, tell a friend to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts. I looked at some data. People do listen to this show on these weird apps, on Pocket Casts and Overcast. I don't use any of these things, but hey, if you're on those, keep subscribing and tell your friends to subscribe and leave us a review if these apps do reviews. If they do, and if they, I, I hope they're good. Latestpod.com for all your latest podcast needs. Uh, I'm at underscore Greg Ott on Twitter. Yeah, right. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you'll soon be hearing me do another episode of this podcast. 